We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A lot of winning last night. You know, you just kind of need to. We had to break up that football thing a little bit there. And, uh, and just get to some old-fashioned Panther and Heat and Kane's basketball winning which I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of it last night, the Heat. Go on the road before coming back. They got they got a weird one, man. They they, they come home for like one – or excuse me, they go on the road for like one and then going to come home for uh, for a batch of games. Actually, five of the next six now will be at home. Cavs at home tomorrow. And uh, I'll tell you what, I was worried about depth on this team. I, I really was. And Bam and Tyler and Highsmith are, are out right now and – and so, so you're watching it, and you're like, all right. And they got off to a great start, by the way, last night. Caleb Martin uh, is getting healthier and getting rid of the rust, 24-12 and 12 for him. You just heard that from Woody. Duncan Robinson is a confident cat right now, having his best offensive season of his career in his late 20s, man. I swear when they stuck him at the end of the bench there in, like, game two of the playoffs, and just he just, I thought, it was a strange time for it to happen. I don't care how good the Hall of Fame coach is and the organization, and they know a lot more about their team than I do. Although I was a really good shooter, I just want to say, many, many years ago. But um, Duncan Robinson is is playing great. And then Orlando Robinson, 15-12. and 12. I haven't heard that name since preseason. He had a couple good games. I'm going, hey, that Orlando Robinson is a pretty good player. So uh, all those guys showing up big. Orlando Robinson, fifteen and twelve. Why is it when guys get a chance on this team, they're like they play well, and you go, "Hey, we're fine. We we got through it. We lost a couple of guys that are really good. We'd love to have kept if it wasn't a money thing. We made them money, so we're happy for them. But we'll find some more guys just like them. Are they the best team in basketball right now? For we'll find a few guys just like the last batch we just lost." We make guys money. Most of the time they go somewhere else and they don't play as well. <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time through the history of guys that have come here to rehabilitate their careers or to get it going have gone other places and it hasn't worked out the same way. But uh, here, uh, it's worked out. It has worked out for guys for sure. And uh, can't wait for it to all come together and Bam gets back and Tyler Hero is going to be back at some point, although he has missed, my God, 12, 13 games now. Highsmith is, has been out as well, but uh, a good win last night in Toronto after getting off to a great start and then actually behind only to come back and, uh, and win that game. Panthers, 5-4 win last night. The Reinhardt man, another goal, couple of assists. Verhage, Evan Rodriguez, two goals, couple of assists. I think there's a little Barkov in there too. So uh, a lot of good stuff for them last night. They got Pittsburgh tomorrow, which I'm guessing will be a hot ticket, said the kid coming to town. So uh, we got a lot of good stuff, man. And it looks like for for people that think outside of football a little bit, um, the Heat Panthers are going to be fun to watch. And they're going to hang in there. And they're going to be a tough out. 
they are going to be a tough, tough out. All right, the other story going on here before we get to some of the football stuff, uh, 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 National Football League football stuff, especially the Dolphins. They're off yesterday. They're back to work today. It's kind of a weird one, but it's Monday night football, so the everything gets moved back. And Coach is big on that rest thing. So was Don Shula. Nobody listened. Our guys, it was funny. I, I swear to God, uh, you know how you go through things, and here I am in my 60s now, and things that he said, a handful of things that he said in meetings, I, I remember like yesterday, and we're out to dinner, and Bo and Jimmy and Danny and Nat all start laughing because they remember the same things. Like the classic is we were losing and we weren't playing well, and he was so frustrated. He looked at the whole team, he said, and, and we were close to, at St. Thomas, we were close to Carroll City High School. And this is this is great coach ego at its best right here. So so we so we do this. I will go to Carroll City High School and find players and go eight and eight if that's what we're gonna be. I'll go do it with high school players. And I was thinking, you know, back then Carroll City actually had a really good team, but they weren't that good. That was uh that was one of the classics. The other was when guys were complaining about practices being too hard late in the season. He come in. He go, hey, I got a great idea because we're we're not going to change the practices no matter no matter how many times you ask the captains to come in and talk to me because you know I'm not going to rip our captains because they're the best players on the team. But I want to tell you, there's a really good way where we don't have to change our practices late in the year. You guys stay off your damn feet and stop going out all night. Pretty good call. Pretty good call. Like made sense. Nobody wanted to do it, but damn, coach. That was pretty good instead of going out and uh, and staying out till 2 or 3 in the morning and getting up for a little 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock practice. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good one back then. So, um, anyway, we got the crazy month for college football. I don't know about this, Woody. I was thinking about this stuff, and we got high school recruiting, and is this guy going to commit or decommit? And they're trying to flip them and, and all these things. So, we've got, we got state championship Football starts tonight, or actually starts this morning with Chaminade, who is one of the two or three best teams in the country, just absolutely loaded. Coach Jones' team is unbelievable, and and uh, I believe they have the best player, and I know that the Nat Moore Award for the MVP is coming up. Um, I, I just I mean, I don't know. Nobody asked me for my, my thought for the, the vote on it. For, for the first time in a long time. I used to have a vote. I don't know what happened to my vote. I, I don't know if they weren't happy with what I was doing. Jeremiah Smith should be your MVP, though. I mean, period, from Chaminade. Best team, 77 catches, 1,206 yards, 18 touchdowns, 6-3, <laughs> and uh, going to Ohio State as of right now. I, I hope he flips to Miami, but he's an Ohio State guy. He's a Brian Hartline guy, and uh, he, how about the job that guy's done? By the way, bringing in receivers over there—that's why they made him offensive coordinator. That, can you imagine his value? What it was starting to look at, and by the way, one of the greatest route runners in the history of this franchise. I mean, he was—he's a really good player here for the Miami Dolphins, and uh, he has come down here now and uh, picked out the two best wide receivers the last two years in South Florida. So uh, yeah, Hartline's done it. A great job. So, this is crazy, though. So, we got the transfer portal. 
guys in and out. We got more guys leaving. Look, if a guy's been here two years and he's a four or five star player and he's not playing very much, he's leaving. Let me just say it again. 95% of the guys, they're really good players and had a lot of offers. They, they don't play a lot their first year, but they're going, okay, I got that year under my belt. I'll come back. And if they don't play a lot or they don't see the field, you know, a lot, they're leaving. And that's what's happening to Mario, and that's what's happening to every guy around the country, no matter how good the program is. Undefeated to 6-6, six and six, they are gone. Looking for the next best deal, seeing if that second choice they had still in, is interested and uh, and going to grab try to grab a, a new home and get a fresh start and a new NIL deal and, and the whole works. So you've got high school recruiting going on. You're trying to hold on to your class. You're trying to flip guys and and all those things. And then you've got the number one thing now, the transfer portal. Guys leaving, some of them you want to leave, uh, and you're trying to get guys to come in. you got your list of top 30 or 40 guys, and you're trying to grab the ones especially if you see a quarterback that uh, – and by the way, this quarterback thing is, is a, a full show in itself. I hope someday UM gets to a situation where – you just develop your own guys and the freshman becomes really good or you see the potential so when he comes back his second year, you know he's the guy. I know it's a perfect world. I'm not saying – I don't even like that idea. Well, you're, you're a dumbass. Why let someone Why else not- develop him? That's what everyone else is doing. Why not take a guy that's ready to roll when he comes when he comes into school? Instead of you know, I, I get you're you're like old school. You want to take a guy out of high school and, and develop so him. So recruit, you recruit the hell out of a guy. Why not just find a guy who's already good in college football? I don't care what star he is. You, you grab a guy and you bring him in and you go, that's the future right there. Instead of you, you recruit all these young guys and then a transfer portal jumps in and they're going, well, one of us or two of us got to leave because the transfer portal guy's jumping. He didn't come here to be a backup. He's coming in here to be the man. He's And he's played a lot and we have it and the whole thing. So you got all that stuff going on. You got bowl games you're trying to get ready for and trying to figure out who's going to play in this bowl games. All these bowl games, short of those championship games that uh, are coming up, no, nobody's going to – you'd have to be a real dumbass if you're playing in one of the final four games for a national championship. And you can play. You're going to play. You're not going, you know what, I'm going to skip this game against Michigan this year. No, you're, you're going to play in it. But – so you got to figure out which guys are playing. Like Mario's down to one, basically one quarterback. One guy's injured, one guy left. He's got one guy who didn't play all year, and he's like, "Hey man, show us what you can do." Which, by the way, he should just go out and and ball out, and 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 put yourself at the try to put yourself up that list if you are coming back, and if you're not going somewhere else, they get a chance to see how good you are. So. Uh, a lot of different reasons to play well in uh, in that bowl game that they're playing in. So so there is a ton, ton of stuff going on, right? And then, how about the underclassmen that are turned pro? UM's lost three or four guys that are turning pro, and they're waiting on a couple more guys to see if they're turning pro on that offensive line. By the way, they get all those guys to come back that are still here. Ooh. Well, I'll tell you what, I feel a lot better about that old line coming back if your left tackle and your center come back for, for one more year. So we uh, 
No, a lot of stuff, man. I tell you what, this is I, – I thought the start of the season, because the, the most important thing is always going to be win frigging games, win a lot of games. That's that's the most important thing. But, my God, man, um, it's not even close. Like, what's a better job, an NFL job or a college coaching job? Not even close. Not even close. You never take off in, in college. Because when you're not coaching, you're recruiting and you're babysitting. I agree with you, but you know, ask Jimbo Fisher what he thinks. Those buyouts are pretty wild in college. Yeah, there's a couple of them. <laughs> Those are pretty wild. Yeah, but. And they give you, what, two, three years now before that seat starts to catch on fire? Yeah, but I don't know. I You know, I've had a chance now to kind of sit back and, and watch that. And some guys love the college thing more like No, I agree with you. Young. I think it'd be miserable to be a college coach. I have to deal with 16, 17, you know, 18-year-old kids flipping schools and all this crazy crap flipping that goes schools. on. But now, now, now it's gotten – Transferring in and out. The age to start recruiting has gotten younger. Now you got the guy – so private schools, you got eighth graders playing on the varsity. You start with that one. So now, <laughs> so now you got a 14-year-old kid – you're going, damn, that kid's going to be really good. Offer him a scholarship. Let's keep an eye on him. Make sure we call him. Check in on mom and dad occasionally. See how everybody's doing. Yeah, uh, it is a crazy month right now for college football. And then even when you go 13-0, and you're miserable because you don't get in. You don't get in to the uh, to the playoff system. Just, uh, just crazy stuff. We got to go to break. We got a lot of stuff to get to. A lot of a uh, lot of NFL stuff uh, we'll get uh, to this morning, and and by the way, one of the great stories about this Dolphins team, I'll just tease you with this, has, has been not just the fact that most of their frontline guys are having really really good seasons, really across the board. It's it's been a really good group, and and that usually when you look at all the guys making all the money or the first round picks. And the high guys and all those draft all those draft picks you had for three years, and you're going, you know what? Friggin' lot of those guys have really worked out. But the real story is also when those guys get injured, those backups, and you don't lose much, if anything at all. And that's what's happening with this Miami Dolphins football team. We'll go to a quick break here. We got a lot more to get to. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, welcome back and uh, good morning to everybody. Thursday night football. Uh, if you have a sleeping disorder, this could put you over the top tonight. If you're if you're looking for a sporting event that might put you to sleep, and maybe some of you have said baseball's done that to you in the past. Well, it could be tonight's game: New England at Pittsburgh. Bailey Zappi versus Mitch Trubisky over under at 30 and a half points. I don't think it reaches 30 and a half points. I think this is another Jets Patriots special right here, which by the way, I think they play each other. They play each other one more time. Have they played a second time? 
that thing's got like 15 points written all over it total. <laughs> that's that could be brutal, man. Anyway, uh, that so that's the game tonight. And the crazy part is Pittsburgh sitting there at seven and five, still in really good shape to uh, to get a playoff spot if they can get their offense going a little bit. And it hasn't been like about half the teams in the NFL. The uh, the offenses have not been very very good at all. All right, so got a got a bunch of stuff. Uh, just observation of uh, of the Dolphins game and different parts. After now that we've gotten past how all the stars played and the great plays that were made and winning another game and where we sit right now in the AFC East, and we'll get into those games. Uh, couple of huge games this weekend that uh, everybody will be keeping an eye on, both the AFC and NFC. Uh, th- this is really – there's two parts to this, but some guys stepped in for, for injured guys, and I think everybody was kind of curious to see how anybody that was going to fill in for Jalen Phillips, how they're going to play, which is very fair because he was playing at a really, really high level. He just kicked it in. I don't know if he was healthy. I don't know what happened. But over the last few games, he was playing like one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Just crazy, crazy level. Um, And then you get Van Ginkle comes in, Ogba, and the combination. A lot of Van Ginkle, of course, to pick six is no no bigger play than a, a defensive score that you do from start to finish. He got in the throwing lane caught it and ran it back for the for the touchdown huge play and uh, and also a star on the hard knocks show with his with his wife uh but also and nobody's talking about a couple other guys I, I just want to Duke Riley man so I happen to be a real big Duke Riley fan I I think he's one of those guys you want to have on any team because he'll do whatever he needs to plus he can play you can put him in the defense, and and it works. And he filled in for Baker, made some really good plays, was just outstanding. And the other guy who's taken a beating, he's he's been on top of the list for, for taking a beating all season because he's a high draft pick. We actually moved up in the second round to get him, Liam Eikenberg. And Liam Eikenberg has started to play a lot better. I see – I see it on the airplane. I see a guy that's, you know, I mean, certain guys on the airplane, uh, you can just look at them and see if they had a good game or a bad game by by their their body language is, is screaming at you. Liam's one of those guys. And, and last game, you know, walking by him and he was having fun and talking. And, and I just, man, Liam's, Liam's playing a lot better the last few games. Um, Another great cause of never gave up on him. We need you. You can play every position, and that's going to be your value for us and for this league. And I think once he got past failure at a couple positions that he really wanted to play, I think everybody wants to be the left tackle and realize that he's now starting to play better inside he 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 can be able to play a long long time. He's helping this team. Makes you feel good. You're playing a lot better. You know everybody else knows you're playing a lot better, and you're showing yourself that you can play at a high enough level to 
help teams win games. Butch Berry, um, by the whole <clears throat> the whole attitude of of Mike McDaniel, like look at everything's got to be positive. Struggling players have got to stay positive. Uh, the really good guy. We every 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 time we talk to a player, there's got to be a positive spin to it, even when we're critiquing our players about things that you know you want to get better at. I think this coaching staff. I know we've talked a lot about Butch Perry, offensive line coach, who who across the board. I mean, he's got more guys than anybody across the board. Key backups, um, the starting five, they've all really played well. We brought a guy in here. Um, it was a great move. We thought he was going to come in here and, and try to be the left guard, and we flipped him to center, and he's been one of the best centers in football. It's a fantastic story. Great job by Chris Greer, you know, and and the vision of bring him in and let's make him a center. He's never played it. Doesn't matter. He'll be a good one. So, so that's that's a great vision by the team to to be able to do. I just think the coaching, and uh, the old guy Vic Fangio. I say him the old guy's younger than I am. Um, Vic has come in and he uses guys the way they play best. I give you an example right off the bat to start the game. Javon Holland doesn't play. Brandon Jones fit, fills in. Brandon Jones' best stuff is up towards the line of scrimmage on the outside. Blitzing, coming into that, those are some of the things. Right off the bat, comes in and gets in on some plays. And I just thought, you know what, man? He's using this coaching staff, puts guys in really good positions with positive reinforcement on how good they can be. So some of the key backups have already had an impact in these games. And, you know, they're going to have to play. There's no way you're going to be 100% healthy the rest of the way. We're going to have guys miss a game. That's just going to happen. Some guy's going to need an extra game or two to get healthy again. But uh, just a shout-out to those guys. Nobody's going to talk about uh, – we. if Eichenberg's playing poorly, we we talk about him. He's killing the O-line. He, he was a mistake, and he can't play here, and he can't play there, and we're running out of positions to play him at. And now, all of a sudden – He's played by far his best football over the last couple games. So um, just really nice stories. And I don't expect anybody to be talking about Duke Riley, Liam Eikenberg, Brandon Jones, but those guys, they made some plays. And you don't notice and you forget. You're not going, oh, that's right, our starter's out. Oh, my gosh, so we're trying to cover this. No, putting them in situations to, uh, to make plays. It's kind of a cool story, man. I just wanted to share with you this morning while uh, while everybody's talking uh, uh, about the team and and all the star players, and we should because the stars are playing like stars. There's no question about it. And the MVP and running back records at touchdowns and reception yards and quarterback play is by far, I mean, Tua's going after Marino years now for touchdown passes. So lot of lot of really good things. A lot of good things. Waddle, the Penguins, as popular as anybody, as a second receiver on this team. A um, lot of lot of sacks, a lot of guys. You know, Kristen Wilkins, is to me, is always uh, a star player and a fan favorite. But uh, we'll see, man. We'll see if they can uh, keep this going against the Tennessee Titans where they are huge 
huge favorites. And uh, we've got a lot of other stuff to get to here. we got to go to a quick break. But uh, Bills at the Chiefs. Wow. I think it's going to be a great game. You, you, you thought I thought the Bills and Eagles were one of the best games in, in Philly. Bills should have won the game. They didn't, but they should have. And the Eagles at Dallas. Well, how about this game for the Bills? This is it for them. Right? I mean they, they gotta get right or they're they're finished. Well, so so they're not finished, but you pretty gotta, close to finish. They got, lose this one. You gotta one. win the rest of your games. Yeah. Yes. I, I would They gotta get this one though. It is amazing how close they are in all these big games too, right? They're always in these epic battles, but they end up losing. Yeah, just a, a missed field goal, miss a couple of missed yeah. opportunities. But, but that starts to get in your head after a while, doesn't it, yes, though, it too? Does. Like you start to lose these games consistently. So your brain goes, here we go again. Yeah. When when you have a pattern of certain things happening, blowing leads, you know, or jumping out and going, oh, crap, we just beat, beat them up in the first half. We just killed them in the stat. I mean, look at the stats. They're so friggin' lopsided, and we're only up seven. And next thing you know, the other team comes out and scores and starts second half, and you're tied, and you're going, we just kicked their ass. One of the worst ass kickings in minutes, time of possession, total yards, and here we are, friggin' tied. Here we go again. So, yeah, you want to try to knock that out, man, and, and stay away from that. And right now, I will tell you one thing this Dolphin team does better than anybody. They go against the team that they're supposed to beat, They've been beating them up. Oh, we're supposed to beat them? We're going to beat them up. And not everybody can say that, man. You you look at everybody, almost everybody in football has got one of those losses like, hey, Philadelphia, I understand you lost to San Francisco. They're really good. How did you lose to the Jets? How did you lose to that Jets team? Turn it over four times, and you too can have an ugly loss. All right, we got to go to break. We got a lot of stuff to get to here this morning. As uh, as we continue on, I want to talk to you about something that's pretty serious, man. Pretty serious, but we can fix it for the holiday season. Yeah, man, it is the holiday season. Time of love and joy, but if you suffer from erectile dysfunction, the season can be a tough one on you. If you and your partner are experiencing struggles because of ED, and oh my God, honey, I'm sorry, it happened again tonight. Well, why not give the best gift you can give, and that's by treating ED and restoring your relationship. And if that sounds really good to you, and I told you it could happen pretty quickly because I saw it, and I want to make sure you take advantage of it, really. And uh, the good folks at Atlantic Men's Clinic is just the place to go. Six locations to get to. But, hey, if uh, you've lost your confidence, you're dealing with low self-esteem, it's just, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing because you, you can't explain it. Father time wins, man. Sometimes in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, you never know. I was in there the other day, and there's a guy in his 40s, man. Maybe late 30s, 40s, in great shape. And he was in there, and I got a feeling he wasn't in there to deliver food. He wasn't in there to see if he could find a new friend. He was in there to get treated, man. And I know he's going to have great results, and I know you will too. And that's what I want to talk to you about Schedule a consultation with Atlantic Men's Clinic today. Your initial visit includes medical consultation, a Florida licensed medical provider, a T, and a PSA test. And if medically advised, the test dose. They have an unbelievable staff. And if you're like a lot of men, you could be having sex the day after your appointment. It's about getting that back, man. Something you used to really enjoy with your partner, especially on the weekends. And now you're going, oh boy, 
Oh, no, I got to deal with this again tonight. Oh, man, can't finish it out. Well, you can now if you go to Landing Men's Clinic, 877-455-7300. Please call them. Do something about this little secret of yours, 877-455-7300, or visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. I truly believe I could be Tyreek Hill's quarterback. Yeah. I could throw it up to Tyreek Hill. I could throw a screen pass to Debo. You haven't won anything, man. You really haven't done anything yet either. I know everybody's talking about that was Micah Parsons one of the more talented defensive players we have in the league and I understand that he's really good um taking a shot at Purdy and Tua Tungavailoa um with with a really ridiculous take that anybody anybody that thinks you can just put a guy in a system and he's going to be really good it it's really stupid it's just a stupid take well, anybody could do that. Well, anybody could do that. Um, so we'll find out. And, and the really dumb part for me, and and by the way, just adds to uh, to the game. Not to, like the game's going to need anything in a couple of weeks here. Dallas Cowboys and Miami Dolphins is uh, it's going to mean a lot for both teams. Dolphins want to beat uh, one of the top five or six teams in football. Dallas is one of them. One of three. Or four best teams in the NFC, if wherever you put Detroit and Philadelphia and San Francisco, the four of them seem to be by far the four best teams. And uh, but this guy comes out and like I'd like I, I mean I could throw Tyree gets open, but anybody doesn't think those are good throws, that those aren't really good throws. And I'll tell you what, and, and this is a critique that I've had before on Tua. In past years, guys have been open and he's underthrown the ball where they've had to come back and catch it. So they've made catches but weren't able to to run after the catch. This year, and it started last year, the guy's putting it right, right on the money. I mean, the ball before those guys look up for it, it it's in the air in a spot where they can run under it. Nobody, nobody has better chemistry right now than Tyreek Hill and Tua Tungavailoa. So it, it's just for a guy that I, I get. He's got a podcast. He's going to say what he wants. A lot of people like him, and we all like really good players. But you And, and by the way, the other guy, there's a good chance he's going to have to play both of them. He's definitely going to play against the Dolphins in a couple weeks at Hard Rock Stadium taking, taking the shot. But Purdy's probably going to see him too. At some point, there's a good chance, San, and I haven't looked, and I don't know how it's all going to play out, but San Francisco and Dallas could be playing in the playoffs. Hope so, because, by the way, it used to be one of the great matchups, Walsh and Seaford against Jimmy Johnson's teams. I mean, those were great matchups. So I, I don't understand the two of disrespect at this point, but it's interesting because he he rambles on on his podcast. He starts going through his MVPs or whatever. He puts Dak as the MVP, well, course, which he very well may be. Yeah, but it's right? your guy. You got to do that. But here's the thing about Dak. Dak is another guy that hasn't won a big game. Right? He gets in that category, too, as a guy who's been just good enough to kind of get you there but not not get you past where, where you want to go. So he's in that category. The other thing I would ask you is I you'd have to ask, like, one of the PR people at the Dolphins. I, I can't imagine what it's like for them knowing that these guys are going to go sit in front of a microphone and let it rip. 
for a half an hour, an hour, however long this thing. Because I, I found there there was other stuff that he went rambling about Zach Wilson and you know the, the guy touches every topic. Yeah. I just wonder what it's like for those people knowing that their star player is just going to let it rip in front of a microphone and say whatever the hell's on his mind. I'm guessing somebody. Uh, teams are are all for freedom of speech like never before because I know what it would have been like in the old days if somebody would have said something about somebody you're getting ready to play against, uh, especially somebody that's really good. And, and Yeah, imagine and telling Shuley at a podcast. Yeah, they no, do. No, it would have been. <laughs> <laughs> I had. I had towards the end. I was doing uh, WIOD once a week in the afternoons, the show. Oh, boy. And uh, – I don't think he knew at first because, you know, during that time, they're all after we leave for the day, they're in meetings. But I said something one day and it was just a matter of time since since, you know, me, that I was going to stick my foot in my yeah. mouth. It happened early on. So I went on the air one day and I used to sprint out of practice and go down to the IOD studio for a for a two hour show once a week. I really liked it, man. I was like, man, I really, this radio thing's great. And the guys used to go, hey, man, you better be careful, though. You know, I'm just telling you, you better be careful. So uh, I went on the air one day. God, stupid. It's so stupid. I've done some things that were really stupid. This was stupid. So our uh, our three-man rush that we had, we ran a 3-4. And he's like, we can't stop the run. Our defense is getting pounded. And what are we going to do? And I go, oh, that's funny you said that. Don't worry. This week we're putting in a four-man rush. <laughs> we're going four defensive linemen this week. Uh, for the first time in practice, we've been working on it. So, you know, like, how stupid you got to be to say that? Like, So I go, yeah, we're switching from a three- to a four-man front for another big body to help slow down the run. And – um even said who was playing at the time, who was going to be the extra guy, and and he's really good. And I thought I was pumping up the guy that was going to be playing. So uh, the next day I came in, and uh, the guy that – Carl Tassif, the guy that did all the cuts that enjoyed it, that would call guys in to Coach Shula's office. Because Coach never came out and grabbed you. He had this guy, Carl Tassif. Never a big fan of Carl's. N- never. never. Never a big fan. Anybody enjoys cutting people. And seemed to really enjoy coming to get him. Uh, I, I I didn't get that man. The guy basically fires people. So I went back there, and I knew right away. I I knew because somebody said, "Damn, dude, probably shouldn't have said that." Sure enough, man, he ripped me. Oh, he ripped me. She was like, "How long you been doing this?" I, sure enough, man, he didn't know. I was like, oh shoot. And uh, he was mad. And I said, like a dumbass, instead of just taking it, because he was letting me have it. He didn't let up. I mean, it was just, he was relentless. And I said, well, you're doing a show. (laughs) My my take, (laughs) he had a weekly show. Yeah, I'm the freaking coach. (laughs) You clown. It was an ass clown comment. There was no question about it. So, uh. So I called and ended that thing real quickly, you know, like uh, that that didn't fly. That that was not a good idea. But now, man, now a guy's like, you want to get on and say stuff, Um, you can say it. But, I, you know, there's a good chance the two guys that he's ripping 
saying they're not very good. They're basically, it's a system and the guys they're playing with, talking about San Francisco, and it's not the first time it's been brought up, and the Dolphins quarterbacks, Purdy and, and Tua. Um, man, I can make those throws to those. Let me throw to Debo and, and, and Tyreek. And I'm just thinking, even in today's game, the friggin' coach has got to be saying, hey, man, can, hey, can I talk to you for a sec? Like, I'm sure your podcast does great. You're a great player. You got a big personality. People like you. They like your take. You're not afraid to say what you're thinking, even if you get blasted. So I'm sure a lot of people go, this is refreshing. But we might have to – we're definitely going to play the Dolphins in a couple weeks on the road. And on top of that, we're going to have to play the 49ers most likely. And if it does happen – there's a good chance it could happen in Santa Clara, out in San Francisco. So, why don't we slow down on the teams we're going to play? Let's at least handpick some guys that you might not be playing against. Yeah, man, it's uh, never gets old, huh? You never know. One thing about this this league and now these podcasts, everybody's got a podcast saying something, huh? I, I just can't I can't imagine how tough it is for these teams to see like Draymond Green does like a lot of these guys are doing it but I would uh, man, I would oh love man. to when I see Ann head of communication yeah I, ask her I would love to ask Ann like Ann when one of your guys say something especially about a, another player what do you do do you make them aware of it do you let it go does coach go don't worry about it let him go that's well, what, what can you do like if you're gonna let a guy sit in front of a microphone for an hour. <clears throat> You just can't spout out whatever you know is on the top of their mind. Like. But almost every guy, we just don't hear about it. A lot of the best players on the Dolphins have podcasts. I think I, I don't s- understand why, like why <clears throat> you'd want to put yourself out there to do that. You're making that much money playing in the you know the NFL or the NBA or whatever. Why would you feel the need to to do that? Like that'd be a great thing to do after playing, right? So we used to just go and drink beer and talk to each other and tell stories. Now these guys have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. We have 14, 15 guys, man, on Thursdays after practice. <clears throat> Come on, guys. We're going out. Going out and have beers. Sit around and, you know, tell stories. Rip the same guy was usually the topic and uh, and have fun doing it. All right. 7 o'clock hours coming up, man. Hope everybody out there is doing well. 57 degrees when I got out. Hot damn right. Boy, that felt good today. Felt real good, man. Hey, I'll tell you what else is going to make you feel good. Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage, 30-plus years of experience. Seven days a week, you can always get a hold of them. Those aren't bankers' hours, man. Fixed rates now in the fives. He called me to tell me that. Fixed rate mortgages now in the fives. Man, if you closed on your home in the past year with a rate of over seven, you might want to call Michael Kotze. Fixed rates in the fives with no prepayment penalty. Call right now to save money and have better cash flow. Hey, if you need that money and you need it quickly, nobody's going to work faster and get you approved faster than Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage. He is Choice Mortgage. He's been helping Floridians for more than three decades. Call his cell phone. He works 24-7. He really does work on the weekends and doesn't understand why everybody else doesn't either. 561-441-2730. MLS 166-254. Rates and terms subject to change. David, without notice, he's an equal housing lender and ready to help you seven days a week. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.